Hey there guys, so yeah, just, uh, yeah, I'm doing an intro as I'm going to be doing for the rest of the episodes for a long time, so yeah, uh, I'm, as you can tell from the title of this episode, I'll be talking about the Halloween films, not all of them, and I'm going to explain why at the very <laughs> beginning of this episode, um, yeah, so that'll be, and, and there'll be a brief explanation as to why I'm not covering all, like, 15 or whatever films, <laughs> there's too many, yeah. But so I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and I am joined for this episode by Aaron. For another Yellow! Uh, and this week we will be talking about Halloween, uh, the original 1978 film, and Halloween 2018, as well as Halloween Kills. I've just I decided to not talk about all the films in the franchise because there's like over ten of them. It's this, there's, there's a lot of them are like bad. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I know that most of them are considered quite weak, and yeah, not worth talking about. So yeah, we're just doing the timeline, the 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 recent timeline that was introduced in 2018 when the new Halloween film came out, which is the original 1978 film the 2018 film, and then Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, which is what this episode is tying into, which comes out this week, in fact, on uh, Thursday, I believe. So that's why we're doing this film for this week's episode. So, yeah, uh, I'd seen uh, the Halloween, the original Halloween and the 2018 film before this recording. I I watched Halloween Kills uh, yesterday, actually, um, when we were meant to record this, just a little peek behind the curtain. This recording was delayed uh, as Aaron was <laughs> not able to find Halloween Kills, and so he has not seen it. So the discussion on that film will be limited. Yeah, I, I was a little bit special at first, and <laughs> only like I forgot about Halloween Kills. I only was like, oh, Halloween twenty eighteen, and then I was then I got reminded. It was like, oh, there were two different things. And I was like, ah. Oh. And so I, I had like a mad, you know, trying to find it. And yeah, um, let's just say Amazon, um, totally best streaming service, you know, totally. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to ruin any future um, sponsorships with you. So, <laughs> well, Amazon, I mean, I, I think it's, you're not uh, like one of the main hosts, you know, you. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if you don't speak for me, <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna not talk about Halloween Kills too much. I'll, I'll give my thoughts on it and everything, but I won't go into like spoiler territory as Anne hasn't seen it, and I'd rather not spoil it for someone who hasn't seen uh, the film. But so yeah, we're just gonna start with the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween film, which is uh, considered a real horror classic certainly of oh, its time definitely. definitely like the amount of times you've just seen like um michael myers mm. in like um media in general yeah. like for instance like one of my favorite games dead by daylight mm-hmm, yeah. you know he, he has it has the shape in it you know it has you yeah. can play as him as a killer you know yeah and so it shows like he how much that movie has influenced pop culture and media and the horror genre in general yeah he's 
he's one of those figures he's he's like become sort of synonymous with horror you know he's like with freddy krueger and jason and and sort of those sorts of you know, sort of around, you know, late 1970s, you know, early to mid 1980s, that's when you started getting a lot of these kinds of slasher films, you know, with, you know, yeah. you know Night- the Nightmare on Elm Street films and Friday the 13th and Halloween, I feel like it was sort of, was like sort of the, one of the first ones of that sort of yeah, slasher definitely, genre. Definitely like a gateway of the slasher genre, yeah, like because, definitely mm-hmm. without that, we wouldn't get some of the uh, slashes we would have today, you know? Yeah, because, you know, sort of around this time, we were sort of getting slasher films, technically, but they weren't really horrible. Like, something like Alien, for example, is arguably, you know, a slasher film, but it's not really a horror... F- like, it, it is a horror film, but it's more horror sci-fi. It's not sort of taking place within a yeah, real world. Not true horror. True horror, whereas Halloween, it takes place in just sort of, like, a regular sort of suburban town. And, you know, he's just this guy going around in a mask, killing people, you know, and they can't stop it. He's just this unstoppable guy who just will not be cannot be killed um yeah talking about that mask um <laughs> uh, do you do you know the story behind that mask uh is that is that the william are you referring yeah, to the, the william, william, william shatner mask. yeah it's like the yeah. mask william shatner mask like turned inside out right or something like that it's something like that yeah <laughs> I no 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 um, i'm fairly sure i just got rid of all the color from it oh yeah i'm fairly sure because, you know, they used to have the hair on top and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just find it really funny. And, like, for the time, it was still considered, like, a budget movie. Yeah. Uh, this wasn't a... I'm supposed to just look at the budget for this film. It was... Yeah, it had a budget of... It, according to Wikipedia. So, like, take this with a grain of salt. But I imagine it's relatively accurate. It's around 300000 to $325,000. Yeah. So, like, this is really... Uh, a low budget film and i mean it paid off because the film made between 60 and 70 million dollars you know at the box office so it it really it made a lot of money it was you know a very successful film and then launched the franchise as we know it today and it shows that like you don't need like you know heaps well okay that's still heaps of money don't get me wrong but you don't need like like let's say like avengers level money to make a good um yeah, exactly you don't need hundreds of millions of dollars. Maybe, you know? yeah i think yeah. horror is a genre where it, you could really get away with it being low budget and not needing like a a lot of money behind it especially it depends of course on what like you're doing but like if you're just doing like a slasher film you don't need a lot of money just because of like what you're doing like it's just someone in a mask going around stabbing people yeah. you know like it's not that expensive you know and and for example friday the 13th came around came out a couple of years later had a, a budget of like half a million dollars like you know again and it made you know nearly 60 million you know like it so it, it really shows these films are very they're very low budget and they're very cheap to make but they also create really good box office and you know nowadays yeah. you sort of films make a lot more money i well certain like sort of big blockbuster type films and in heart and certain horror films you know make a lot of money but you didn't really get that kind of thing back in the 70s and stuff it was more of yeah a um a normal like you know because like highest grossing films around that time still only made like l- like less than a billion dollars like you know 
like they they, they would make money but it, it was very rare that it would break you know a billion like it it just wouldn't break a billion dollars yeah. but it would break you know several hundred million though <clears throat> yeah and I, I gotta say like um compared to some modern horror movies um that movie actually like when i first watched it and uh, i actually like got me scared it like <clears throat> it put suspense in me um yeah, yeah. when like i find like a lot of horror like current um horror movies mm, yeah lack that suspense that you know the actual horror it's all jump scares these days you know yeah. it's and like that one like the score alone the mm-hmm. iconic score from that movie mm-hmm. alone can just send chills on it because and it was designed for that because it was like you know all done in the same in like a really high pitched chord i um like a really high pitched key i forgot the key which key it is yeah but no, it's, it's a uh... particular mm-hmm. key that's meant to like cause fear yeah it's and uh... Yeah, and no, it's, it's supposed to be unsettling and slow and all that. So like, yeah, it's uh, it's a very iconic piece of music. Certainly horror music. It, it's sort of one of those that like, you know, people know what it is. And and I think it's 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 not, it's not really used that much. Like it's used, you know, at various points in the film, but it's only when Michael Myers is around. And it's sort and of usually like usually when he's in a chase. In a chase, yeah. And it's sort of how like the Jaws theme is used whenever the shark's nearby, and so it's it sort of it it fills you with suspense, and it's sort of like oh, you need to get ready because Michael Myers is there. Something is about to happen. You know, he's gonna do something. Um, <clears throat> and I think and um, without that without that score, I think the movie might have been like a little bit less impactful because like mm-hmm. even now. Uh, people who haven't even seen the movie know that score. Yeah. So it uh, really has impacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, and like everyone's the score psyche. was done by the director John Carpenter, who I'm not like overly familiar with his work. Like I'm, I've, I'm aware of his films. I've seen The Thing, which John Carpenter directed, which is a really great film. The Thing. Uh, but I have. Movie. But uh, it's your favorite. The Thing is your favorite horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Just, the, the thing is a really great film. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I I love the thing too. I think the thing is a is a genuinely, and and I think the thing is better than this film, but it's also oh, yeah. very different because that's more sort of sci fi sci fi ish. Yeah. Whereas this and is the just practical effects. Practical effects, yeah. Which this film is, you know, there's there's blood. You know, people we see people get stabbed and there's you know they they get covered in blood, but there isn't really that much. I'll say it, maybe one scene when um, I forgot his name, but one of the characters gets pinned to the door by the butcher's uh, knife. Yeah, I, I don't remember his name either. I don't really remember any of the characters' names. Other than Laurie Strode. Laurie and um, Dr. Loomis, who is the... Yeah. And Michael Myers, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this film... I, I mean, I to sort of be sort of flat out, I like the film... But I will say I don't think it's like amazing in a way that I know certain other people do. It, it, it to me feels like it's a film that it's. I I mean, 
I don't know if dated is the word I want to use, but it feel it feels like it was made a long time ago. Like it, it oh, it's, yeah. it's sort of got sort of the way it's sort of sensibilities and sort of elements that I'm like, I mean, beyond the context of my knowledge of like, I know it came out in the late 1970s, but it definitely feels like, like the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like um, it's, it's got that feel like sort of one thing I pulled out that sort of makes me think like, Oh, this was made a while ago is the, uh, the opening scene, which I think, I think the opening scene is a really nice introduction to it all. I, I think it's very in, like well done. I think for the most part, the, I don't know about the POV, like sort of way of shooting it. Like we're seeing it from Mike, for those who haven't seen it, I mean, spoilers, but the opening scene is Michael Myers as a kid stabbing his sister to death. And like, it's one of the best scenes in the film, I would say, but it also feels like just like the way it's shot. And like when he's like stabbing his sister, but he's like looking at the hand, his hand as he's doing it is like that you wouldn't see that you'd see like him looking at it happening. But I guess that would be that sort of a cheaper way to do it and make it not seem as, um, obviously fake like because you know they wouldn't you know stab and they so i guess they had to find figure out a way like okay so they're not so we have to like because you know and like the the whole thing like you're looking for the clown mask and it's kind of like obstructing Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah. and i think like the moment when um i think and you know then there's the sort of reveal where we where he walks outside and they pull the mask off his face and it's meant i feel like it's meant to be like this big reveal like oh my god what happened but it's kind of it's like i mean i didn't really get that because it's so it kind of obviously looks like a kid to me like the hand like the hand reaching out to grab it and everything like to me i'm like oh that's a child's hand like it doesn't it doesn't work in the same way for me which i think that is a part that sort of dates this film like but I, i do sort of imagine if I'd seen this back in, you know, when it came out, I might be more shocked because you don't see, because this kind of film just wasn't a thing back then, you know, you had, you know. Yeah. I mean, even something like Psycho, for example, which has sort of slashery elements, is not really that much of a slasher film, though. Like, it's... No. But uh, that's just sort of the thing. Because back then they had to, like, censor a lot, like, gore a lot more. They couldn't show as much either. Yeah, exactly. Probably show, like, a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh... Because this film, you know, this film... Get, yeah, in Psycho, it's fair. And this film... This film isn't even, like, this original one. isn't actually too violent. Like, it's... You know, people get no. stabbed, and people get sort of... You know, a guy, as you mentioned before, gets, like, pinned to a wall with, like, a knife through him or whatever. But it's not as violent as, like, the... The next... Like, movies and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, like, like 2018 one, for example, is just... Yeah, which we'll discuss that uh, soon. Uh, but I, I think the or, or opening, like the Rob Zombie one. I have not seen those, but I can't imagine that they're... terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> but like really violent, really violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sort of to get on to so like the opening scene of the first Halloween is my favorite scene in the film. Probably, I think every Halloween film has a. A establishing scene that establishes Michael Myers with where he just kills someone in a brutal way, which I think is a good way to sort of because it also gets an audience ready. Like, okay, we're st- like straight up. There's a kill in the opening ten minutes. I that's good. You know, we need to sort of 
establish things and then we can go into the story i i think that's a good way of doing it in terms of structurally because you know like... yeah definitely it goes straight into it you know mm-hmm. which i i love horror movies like that that just don't like put like lots of like don't get me wrong for me it's the suspense that gets me not the actual like jump scares and all that but i yeah, love exactly. a a um like a slasher movie that just goes straight into the killing but like straight mm-hmm. into the slashing like because it's the shock of like oh okay wow we're just going straight into it okay yeah like scream for example is, is another great example of it it opens with a yeah slasher it's it it begins with a killing but it's it's interesting because that's sort of but that is also sort of expected from these kinds of films like okay so someone in the first like 10 minutes or whatever is gonna die because that's just the uh, yeah. way as slashes people, work yeah how slashes work and as people who've seen slashes before and seen horror films before you expect a kill straight up front uh to sort of talk about some of the uh performance wise in this film i, I don't think like anyone is amazing in this film but i don't think anyone's really that bad either like it's and and you know i i know you don't really go to these this kind of film for performances but like there's just not really a whole lot of standout sort of yeah yeah. performances i think like donald pleasance is really good as, as dr loomis i think he's really good in the film and i think he really portrays the uh, the sort of horror of michael myers and and the, the the he like his genuine fear and terror of michael i think helps add to the suspense as well because he seems yeah scared of him and he's been you know dealing with this kid for like 15 years or so so i will say jamie lee curtis yeah for like this is one of her like debut like yeah roles i think this might have been her debut i'll I'll quickly check but i think this was it was only one of the first it's probably it was the first major thing she definitely did it it made her a name uh let me check so are you gonna say about something about jamie lee curtis Uh, i was just saying for one of her more like debut um like roles Mm -hmm. i feel like she did do a really good job you know, young actress. Mm. Yeah, this was All her that debut. Kind of yeah, and I think it really just cemented her as a actress. You know, especially mm. yeah, uh, showed her potential because, like, although it might have been like a little bit campy occasionally and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. did. I feel like she, out of everyone, she did like the best job out of them all. Mm. I think. Uh, yeah, these kinds of films, sort of these kinds of horror films, I feel like can really elevate, can really make an actor or actress, you know, I, I, it really yeah. can establish them as a name. And like, you know, even if they're perform like not to say her performance is bad per se, but even with like a decent performance, that still can do so much for a career because you know it's it's a big deal you know and people will presumably want to see her in more see some you know someone in more things if they if they enjoy a film you know and i think this film really like she's good in it like she's definitely very much a uh you know a, a good performance in the film yeah definitely 
and I, I think you know this was a, a, a sort of around that time as well you didn't really have as many sort of female protagonists i i feel like it, it, yeah. it's very uh well in some horror movies of that day you had you know you had the typical like you know final girl lead male actress yeah um, actor with the final girl when yeah. this was just solely just the lead female actor yeah. final girl mm-hmm. that's it pretty yeah. much yeah and, and i think which really changed the horror genre yeah because I, I think in horror now you'll definitely find a lot more f- you'll find more female protect like nightmare on elm street the the lead protagonist of the first film is a female character you know and and i think this film did sort of change those things and you know an alien you know came out the next year yeah. scorny weaver's the main character in that and yeah yeah, this film uh, I feel like broke some sort of ba- barriers of like allowing women, fem- like to have you know female leads in films, and yeah. you know. and they weren't just you know like the like total like like Darren, she she screamed her head off, but she also yeah. fought back. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't just like oh waiting for she, you know. I mean, she does get saved so, by yeah, Loomis, but she wasn't like. That was like after the fact that she started fighting back. Yeah, and she thought she had killed. You know, after he had been, you know, she stabbed him and thought, okay, Michael's dead. You know, it was only like right at the end of the film. You know, and and it's again another change. It's not just a female character waiting for a guy to come in and save them or anything. You know, it's it's a character who's who's you know t- who's being proactive and doing things and actually fighting Definitely. back against the uh, the villain, which I think it was very much not seen back then you know because but now it's sort of you as sort of in modern days you do get more female protagonists in horror yeah. films which i think is a good thing i, I think like it really is uh, and you know it, it also sort of i guess can create more like i think like certain to certain audiences i think seeing a female protagonist can create more worry for them if they're going up against like this big strong male you know murderer or whatever i think it can certain it can in some aspects make people more invested because like they want to see the you know the woman you know get free and they're not as i, I don't know i think yeah. it sort of can appeal to certain people because they're seeing a woman standing up you know even you know a comparatively weaker woman you know to the stronger you know like michael myers basically yeah. invincible you know yeah seeing a female character st- you know standing up against him and and fighting but i back. feel like you can also sometimes go the other way where it just doesn't work i like to say also that um she was 19 when she did that jamie lee Curtis was 19 years old when she played laurie really? which Again, she she wasn't even twenty one yet. Oh, like, that, oh yeah, is... no, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was like that's a like pretty impressive that like at nineteen years age she did a pretty good job. Yeah, because you know not, not the best job in the world. Don't get me wrong, but a pretty darn good job. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think acting is is uh, uh, certain people. You know. I've you know touched on this many times before, but you know child actors, for example, are not the best typically. So like, 
I, I, I think child, you know, and, and even, you know, a lot of people who are teenagers or are cast to play teenagers don't really work that well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think she's, a, she's pretty solid in the film. I also think Donald Donald Pleasance uh, as Dr. Loomis is really good. He's, he's the best part oh, of yeah. the film, sort of me, sort of in an overall package. I think he's probably the best part of the film. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, the sort of performance-wise, he, he really, yeah, as I, as I mentioned before, he sells the fear of Michael Myers, and I think that oh, really yeah. helps elevate the film. Uh, and then, yeah, they're the only two real standout performances you i mean you've got michael myers but it's not really acting the guy's doing he is more just sort of breathing breathing, yeah breathing and and sort of just moving around and you know stabbing people and throwing people and all that which isn't and you know plus got a mask on so they don't have to you know do anything with the face and just have to speak i will say i did like like the actor the stunt the stunt devil or actor or whatever um who played Myers um, was really good at like, you know, building that suspense off because like, surprise enough, it's pretty hard to just stand still in one spot for take after take after take after take. Like that's yeah, it's you might like a lot of people might be like, oh, you're just standing still, you know, for like, and it's like, mm, but it's like multiple takes. Yeah, and it's You're just doing the same thing to, ever again. Yeah, also the ability to create any that form of suspense. Yeah, any form of suspense. Yeah. Due to, like, because I think it, you know, it, it it's 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 beyond. You know, there's this performance. You know, of of you know, just of sort of the even even the subtle things. You know, like the heavy breathing and everything, and just the way yeah. he moves. But you know, it's it's you know also score and and editing and all that and all those sort of things which do help. Yeah but you also need a decent performance at the beginning, just like on the raw footage to work with before, you know, it's, it, you can't just sort of create, you know, a, a suspenseful, you, you can't create suspense from nothing. You need to have at least something decent to start with before you can, add, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, Michael Myers is, is far more, again, the, the character though, isn't really you know he, he he's given a, a little bit of of explanation you know sort of you know he's the opening of the film we see him killing his sister yeah. uh, but we don't really get a whole lot from him otherwise like there's a handful of moments of like sort of exposition dialogue from loomis which i'm not which are a bit like whatever like it, it again it's it's because like the you know the uh because of the film being released, then you don't see that kind of thing. So, so I understand why it's there. It just feels nowadays a bit more like, okay, it's just like an exposition dump, basically. Yeah, definitely. But you, you, you know, considering this was sort of an older film, you can sort of excuse it a bit oh, more. But it, it, it... no way. Just, sorry, I just looked <laughs> no up way. something. Um, so the original actor for um michael myers is um tony morin right right he actually plays michael in halloween kills as well ah i guess (laughs) that makes sense yeah you don't because again you don't see the face of the ages does and plus the film takes place 40 years later so yeah Uh, but like you gotta consider like how old he is at this point and he's still doing stuff like that because that's a still a somewhat physical role 
Yeah, I mean, you know, because, you know, at, at certain points, it definitely feels like, okay, you need a stunt double in to do this. But it's also like there's still quite a bit that they have, like, that you don't, mm. you know, you know, like there's even, you know, just regular kills that don't require a lot of stunt work. It's like it's still like, okay, you still need, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah. he's 65 years old oh, and he's still. Jesus. Jesus yeah. Christ fair play to him he he, he really uh, I, yeah um <clears throat> and i get like it's you know it's i wouldn't say it's an amazing performance but it's like it the fact that it's able even remotely tense is is a pretty decent feat like to create yeah even some form of tension yeah just by it's it's it like yeah just sort of the simple things of just you know sort of standing there and like there's that scene sort of uh lit towards the end of the film where he's underneath the blanket or whatever which which in sort of concept seems comical almost which is also I feel like the point is like that she doesn't realize that you know because she thinks it's her boyfriend or whatever yeah a joke or whatever but even that because you know as an audience we're like oh it's michael under that mask he's gonna well, you know well, Michael, I, she, yeah. <clears throat> I think I feel like the character himself kind of likes, you know, playing with his food, like you know, like yeah, he, he, you know, he, he his whole thing is that he stalks them, yeah, and kind of like, psychologically like messes yeah, with so, them, yeah, slightly. psychologically, yeah, fucks with them, yeah, you know, like and when Laurie's in class and she looks out and yeah, when like when Laurie you know looks out the window and then you know boom he's he's he's, he's outside the door and then outside the window and then she. Yeah, that's the classic truck pass or bus pass or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's gone. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, a car truck. That's a that's a staple of of horror horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Got sort of something sort of creepy or whatever, and then a truck goes past and then it's gone. It's like whoa, yeah. yeah. And you, yeah, like when he's hiding behind the, he's standing ahead at like the, uh, the the hedge, and then her friend walks over, and then he's and then and then her friend walks over to the uh, the hedge, and she's gone yeah 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 uh one bit in the film that I, I i quite liked actually is i don't remember at what point it is but there's a scene where it loomis is he's sort of waiting outside the myers house and then there's those three arsehole kids who are just pissing about and he scares them off and then the police like chief or whatever like grabs him on the shoulder and then he just like jumps and like that's because that, you know, nowadays would be, like, prime opportunity to for a jump scare. Just have, like, a loud... Oh, definitely. Like, spike in like the score. really shows the how much he, he's, like, afraid mm-hmm. of Myers being out on the loose. Like, yeah, how it, much he it, fears it, him. Yeah, because even just, uh, you know, like, a guy, you know, slightly grabbing his shoulders just, like, makes him jump in. And I think... It's it's very underplayed in terms of like the music. Like, there's no real loud, just like burst of score to to sort of um, make someone think like, oh, this that was meant to be scary. It's just like it's like silence, and he just jumps when he get and his shoulder is touched, and that's all you need. You don't, yeah, they don't. Yeah, there's, there's no there's nothing. Just just a jump. Yeah, and and I and I you know, and horror has that problem where. There are jump scares, but it's like, it's, 
I hate those things where you think where like a character like gets grabbed or someone pretends to be like getting hurt or whatever and then they like jump at someone and that's meant to be like the scare because it's like that's not scary it's just creating false tension and when stuff actually does happen you're you're like okay i don't you're not really as bothered because all the sort of all the oh I gotta say, like, modern horror movies, I most of the time I can predict when a jump scare is gonna happen. Like, it's oh, yeah. really, that's so predictable at the moment that you just be like, oh, jump scare is gonna come right now. That's but, what I like about Halloween, you know? It's not too many jump scares, it's mostly mm-hmm. just suspense building. And yeah, that's yeah. what I love for horror movies is when they build up that suspense. Because you know, for me, it's not the sus- it's not the actual jump scares that get me. It's the suspense, the build up to it. Like I know it's gonna come, but I don't know when it's gonna come. And then, yeah. so you know, it's like that build up is really just I think really helps you know cement it as a classic. Yeah, I I I think yeah, one of the things about it that that works for me, I think, is that it really like the scare like you know there's the occasional sort of sting in the score like when michael like walks past a window or anything or you know like one of yeah. like one of those bits where like uh like there's a female character and she's like on the phone and she's walking past like this glass door and and, and certain you know and what and sort of one past michael's there mm-hmm. and she walks away and then she walks back and he's gone you know it's like that kind of thing yeah 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 but i i don't really have a major problem with that it it, it 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 to me like i think it's sort of it's i think it's better when it's underplayed and the the horror just comes from like oh he's he just like walks you know he just like is that like in the corner of the frame he just walks past and like you, you don't see him that much i think that works better because yeah i love that kind of trope like you you don't actually like see him like i love the kind of tropes that way like you don't actually see the killer like openly like really like obviously you just like see hints of them like in maybe the background where you have to really search and be like oh my god they're right there but yeah you see like a shadow as they like walk past a house or whatever or like... Or, or like you know it might be like a like i can't i remember seeing i don't remember what horror movie but i remember one horror i do remember a scene from a horror movie that like the killer was in a group of like a whole like group of people like a like a crowd mm-hmm. and it was like way off in the background while they were focusing on the main characters and yeah. so like you really had to like zoom in and look at it and it was like oh wow they're right there stalking them mm-hmm. yeah but, like i love that kind of subtle like yeah. horror as I, well yeah i i think I'm I'm far more inter- interested in horror that that plays more with subtlety and doesn't overplay things and um just sort of yeah yeah overplays it yeah yeah um I, we're sort of talking about this film and and, and we sort of uh to sort of because because the thing about this film is there's lots of sort of overall things we could talk about but there aren't like a lot of really great scenes like there's the opening scene which we touched on which i think is a really good scene uh and i and i do like 
sort of towards the end where it's just Michael killing. I think sort of all the build up to that is fine and everything, and I understand why it's there and it's necessary to create the tension, but I'm not as interested in it, you know, beyond the sort of odd moment where you see Michael, you know, walking in the background of a shot or something. I think that's good. But just a lot yeah, of the characters yeah. I'm not particularly interested in. And, and But then, you know, as we get, we get to the final scene of the film and, you know... Yeah, there's Michael and he's attacking Laurie and, you know, they're fighting back. You know, she is thrown down a set of stairs or whatever, which is shot very strangely, you know, because they couldn't actually do it for real. So they had to sort of, like, do it as best they could with, like, the editing. But just, have you know, they, it's, edit, it's edited strangely, but, you know, this is an older film. You sort of have to give it the, uh, be more sort of, okay. yeah, open to it. But, yeah, and then, you know, he, you know, she, like, she you know, rips his mask off and he's like, what the, f- what the fuck, why'd you do it? You know, and he's, he, you know, he sort of freaks out. Like, and there's the really, I do really like the bit where she's just sort of like sitting there like thinking like, okay, it's done, I've killed Michael. And then in the background, he just like sits up and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> like, fuck man, he's not dead. Like, I, I think that's a really nice, yeah, bit. Uh, and then, yeah, he's shot off he shot out the balcony and he falls and and Loomis runs out and he's he's gone it's like oh no what um yeah what exactly yeah um i i really like the fact that like when he doesn't have his mask on he just freaks out and just goes like oh i don't have my mask you know yeah like like the mask is a part of him and he needs it to like live like yeah it's like it's like um for me i feel like he that mask is is like a personality itself like when he puts that mask on he's a different person than who he is mm-hmm. so it's kind of like applied that that like for instance the scene when he's a kid and he's got the clown mask you know, yeah he's wearing whenever he's um wearing a mask he um he's you know that killer you know the yeah shape. he's the shape yeah, but he, as soon as he, mm, yeah, yeah, and as soon as you you know you get seen when he's the mask is off, he's like all of a sudden just freaks out because he's no longer the shape when he has the mask on. I yeah, feel like. the the mask is yeah, it it it, it makes him it, who he is. It, it's it's a part of his identity. Yeah, and uh, yeah, without it, he's not he doesn't see himself as like that much he's like oh this is the mask sort of is his identity and yeah his personality basically which i think um i i think is works i i think it's really nice to sort of yeah i i think it works and and create sort of a mystery behind him as a character because you know and he, and again the mask is so iconic it's like you know freddy krueger's yeah. you know sweater or jason's mark or jason's mask, mask you know, yeah. that kind of thing but i feel like the 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 sweater and the mask for jace for freddy and jason respectively don't really have that much significance and and don't really have a whole lot to like they they they're iconic but it doesn't feel like they have much to do with the identity and the personality of those characters yeah that much with michael's michael myers mask is basically who he is and it helps give him sort of yeah this certain sort certain uh yeah definitely definitely 
feel. Like, yeah. um, I, I feel the same way about it. Like, it, it's just, it's what makes him him, you know? Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I, and I, and I like that the final few shots of the film are just of the houses, various buildings that we've seen throughout the film. While the cre- while there's sort of the credits starting and there's just the score, I think that's really a, a nice way to end it, and it sort of leaves an audience member like, "What's going to happen?" Because Michael's disappeared and everything. I, I think it's uh, yeah, I I like this film. It's a classic um, horror movie, and I don't think horror would be the same without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, did you want to put a rating on it out of ten? Um, I'll give it a solid solid seven 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 or eight out of ten you know it, it it's very just for a it's a classic um it's very like it influenced so much of modern day horror mm-hmm. and yeah. without it, it wouldn't you know without it again horror wouldn't be the same i don't think or mm. slasher movies yeah uh yeah so for me personally i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten it's it's a week eight i i, I don't think the, the film's very dated and it's got certain, certain elements that don't really work i don't really like all the characters that much like i mean i like laurie and, and, and loomis and michael Myers is interesting but besides that i'm not that uh, especially bothered about any of the characters and yeah yeah it's it is a dated film which doesn't help and does sort of hold it back a bit but yeah uh, yes, an 8 out of 10 from me. I, I do rather enjoy the film, though, for the most part. Uh, so, yeah, then the uh, 2018 Halloween film, which is very uh, divisive from what I've gathered. People either like really enjoy the film or they really don't like it. Uh, I loved it. I feel like it gave... I feel like it gave a new twist to the franchise, but mm. also, like, it definitely brung the franchise back from like back from the dead back to its original roots like mm-hmm. like i remember watching it for the first time and then all of a sudden hearing that iconic score and then it just it just brings back that suspenseful like horror of that of the classic movie the original movie mm-hmm. and i think it uh, it just it brings back the same vision of the original movie just in a modern time where you can get away with a lot more, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I prefer the original film, personally, but I do like this film well enough. I, I think a lot of the complaints that I have seen about this film are sort of weak and, and I don't really get... I, I, I know... Uh, sort of one thing people complained about was the comedy and how like oh there's too many jokes and that doesn't really work and it's just kind of like is there that much comedy <laughs> like it it's i don't know i don't, I don't think there is like, like there's... there's a lot of killing and gore like it's a lot yeah. more violent yeah like i think it has more comedy than the original film but it's not that much comedy. Like I think it 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 it's used. It's not really used at an inappropriate time. It's not used to. It doesn't yeah. really undercut a serious uh, moment. And you kind or of anything. need yeah, and you kind of need that comedy to like lighten up the movie a little bit. Like it can't be like uh, if it's like. You kind of like need that little bit of comedy aspect, else it's just going to be like 
just a whole bunch of like just killings and stuff like that yeah. you know and uh, yeah i mean i don't really mind the comedy in this one i i think it's like fine it, it, it doesn't really affect my feeling on the film that much i i think it it works for the most part i, I think some of the jokes are like a bit weak but it's it that's more just like it's not the fact that there's comedy in it that is the problem it's just the way it's executed that i have a problem with personally it's something yeah but i will say i love um jamie lee curtis in this in halloween like 2018 halloween more than i like her in original i really love how she made that character into just a badass character you know yeah, uh, I, I don't know if this has come up on this show before, but I'm a big fan of bringing back class, like, bringing back characters, but as older people, like, sort of like, yeah. like Wolverine and Logan, survived, for example. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. That kind of thing of, like, or, you know, like, to, to sort of give you another example, like Han Solo in the new Star Wars films, you know, you know, sort of that kind of thing of, like, here's this character who, you know, you know, or like Ash in the Evil Dead films, you know, bringing him back as an older man, like that kind of thing. I, I, I'm a fan of seeing those kinds of characters and, yeah, bringing and them like back. They've as... learnt from their experiences and now, like, yeah. kick ass, you know? Yeah, and, and how a lot of them are, are very... <laughs> yeah, how changed they are and how, and how sort of crap things have become for them, you know? Because as we see with Laurie in this film... You know, her daughter was taken from her, you know, for, by child services and everything. Because she obsessed over Miles himself, Michael like, Myers, constantly. Yeah. And, I, and I think it, it really is quite... I, I think, yeah, I think Jamie Lee Curtis is better in this film, personally. I, I think just, yeah, I think she's given more to do in this film, which I think helps. I, she's not just sort of like you know, sort of screaming and everything and sort of running away yeah. from this. Or, you know, she's like, you know, has to sort of internalise the sort of things she's done and how she sort of screwed up her daughter and everything, you know, that kind of... And, you know, how her granddaughter... Does, you know, how her, her daughter doesn't want her to see, meet her granddaughter and that whole thing. Yeah, I think that's but really... But it also shows that she has, like, a little bit of PTSD from that um, encounter, original encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how it's affected her psycho... Um, psychology like psychologically sorry that's the word psychology yeah how psychologically damaged she is after that event because you know any reasonable person would sort of kind of lose it after that because it's like oh this you know yeah this is a uh i went through this horrible experience and now it's changed me forever and you know it's it you can't really do much about it but you know it still is letting it is still affecting the people around her and, you know she lost her daughter because of it you know and she doesn't have that greater relationship with her daughter anymore you know it's just yeah. like it, it uh, and it's interesting and it's yeah I, I, that kind of dynamic really works I, I really like sort of examining those kinds of dynamics of like a character and seeing like how their past has changed them and how it's yeah you know at time you know and how it sort of screwed up their their sort of present day lives as well i think that uh yeah uh yeah it's really good i think 
I think sort of performance-wise, gonna... this film is stronger than the original. I think I'm definitely. I think the characters are far more yeah interesting in this one. And I gotta say, um, Laurie in this movie gives me the same like vibes as um, Rip um, Ripley in aliens the you know the oh, sequel the sequel yeah the se- yeah sequel to aliens yeah. Yeah. like yeah. that same vibe of the you know like, get away from her you bitch you know that yeah, same the, the, the old the sort of yeah older woman who's sort of looking after a daughter or whatever but being being like a badass you know like yeah yeah no i, I know what you mean it, it does sort of have those vibes and i and i think it works i think yeah jimmy lee Curtis really portrays that well and 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 yeah it, it um yeah it works for this film uh i i think that this uh the film i i yeah i do think the original film is better but i do quite like this film and i think that it has uh, to be fair, this one does have a couple more scenes that I like. Like, it's got better scenes. Like, it's got sort of sort of individual scenes that are probably better than anything in the f- original film. I just think something about the original has a sort of air about it where I'm like, I like oh, yeah. this more. I, I, th- I, I will say... I like it l- equally, maybe, even. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like... For instance, like, my favorite scene of that movie is the whole, like, end fight. Um, spoiler, spoilers ahead. Oh, but, like, yeah, in the house. Whole, the whole end the fight end. in the house and how, showing, like, how prepared she was for this, like, you know, like, floodlights. Um, you know, she rigged up her house to just engulf him in flames and how virtually the whole plan was to trap him in the basement yeah, and then just set the house on fire. Which yeah, I'm like oh, that's just that's just cool, you know. She just l- uses herself to lure him to the mm-hmm. basement to trap yeah. him, and it's just like ah, oh. like it shows how much she's just thought about this, and it's like that whole yeah. end fight scene is probably like the best part of the movie. Yeah. But it it also does, yeah, sort of illustrate the whole, like, she's really obsessed over this. It's sort of a an air of tragedy to the whole, like, she has just yeah. been thinking about this and obsessing. And she hasn't lived her life, And you know? planning it for, yeah, however long, which, you know, is nice because it's come in handy now. But it's also like, yeah, it, her life isn't, you know, she couldn't really grow up as sort of a, a, a normal adult. She, yeah, she had to, sort of, yeah, but right, yeah. Uh, and she just sort of had to try it, you know, she just changed, and and I think, but yeah, I, I, I like the whole, yeah, the sort of, and you know, the whole thing where it's like, they trap him under the stairs with the spikes, you know, that, that go across, like, I think that's really, yeah. Uh, yeah, good as well, and I think the film, yeah, overall, I think that's really nice just to see yeah how prepared she is and definitely like the best sequel like hands down i i that's that's definitely the true sequel like (laughs) yeah like it like if you know i'm i'm assuming you you might not know a little bit about the law of the sequel 
Halloween movies that came after um, the original one. I saw the uh, Halloween 2, like the original sort of Halloween 2, yeah. but I haven't it's seen... It's really stupid. Yeah, I haven't seen... Isn't it a thing... I'm, I might be Laurie's misremembering. supposed to be the long-lost sister of... Michael. Michael Myers. Yeah, that's just... and that's And the whole thing is, like, he knows um, she's re uh, he's related to her, and that's why he must kill her, because he must kill all his family. Oh, that's so and dumb. then he goes... And then he goes into the fact that he's, like... He's the personification of evil itself, you know? I mean, Which, oh look, I don't mind that. That's a kind of cool, and like they yeah. still kind of use that. They I'm, still use that yeah, in I'm like all for him being like the, like he just is pure evil. There's no reasoning or anything with him. He yeah. just is evil. He will kill, kill, kill. I'm fine with that. Like that yeah. that doesn't really bother me too much. But, but they start going to like cults and stuff like that. You know, they go into the cult territory. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I know yeah, he just keeps that. Because he dies at the end of the original Halloween 2, and then he's, they don't bring him back for the third one. I, I haven't seen it, but I know the third one is, like, its sort of own thing. Yeah, and then I think they resurrect him, and then, yeah, yeah it just gets dumped. Yeah. Uh, I, I am interested in watching the other Halloween films, and I will at some point, but, like, they just sound awful for the most part. Yeah. First for the third one follows a company that is a part of the evil cult and they make masks that explode people's heads in a certain thing place. Wow, that sounds so bad. Because they need a certain amount of kills to, I think, resurrect Michael, Michael uh, Myers. Michael, yeah. Michael Myers or some, something like that. It's just dumb. Mm. So that's why I like this movie... That's why I like this this movie so much, and I, I, it's definitely the true sequel because mm. it really just grounds it back to, like, to the original. It made me think. It made me like reminisce of the original. Like, I, I was like watching it when I watched it for the first time. I was like, I was getting giddy because as soon as like I heard the classic theme and I saw mm. Michael in the mask and he starts killing, and I'm like, oh my god that's just oh, you know it gave me goosebumps and yeah. you know it just but it's like it, it, it's also like it's own standalone movie as well like it's not mm -hmm. like yeah. it, it, it brings its own element to it that I think improves on the series in general yeah like you, you, you it, it's yeah this is like a sequel but it definitely isn't just doing what the original did it, it's it's more you know it's still horror it's still sort of in that area but it, it it's also yeah doing more to it like the kills are far more gruesome in this film oh. holy shit like yeah and i i'm, I'm not sure if the, it was like either like practical cgi or like a mixture of both i imagine it was probably i'm failed to like carpendale what was that one directed by john Con carpendale as well halloween In the 2018 one no it was uh directed by david gordon green i think is his name because i know, I know carpendale like really loved his pla um, practical effects yeah yeah i mean the thing is a horror movie that 
example of like Anyhow. yeah, pr- yeah. Like the thing is just a p- an example of like purely amazing practical effects. Like it's yeah. so like it just looks um, like just the designs of the creature. That's why it's my thing. favorite. Yeah. It's just the pinnacle of horror movie practical effects, and I love horror movies that use good practical effects which is very difficult to do because if you don't if it's not of a certain quality you can just instantly tell like that that's fake that's crap and like you know it's like i i think i think it uses a mixture of both practical and cgi yeah i there's some of the kills in the film that's like yeah you could uh, you couldn't really do that I mean, you could try doing it practically, but it definitely wouldn't. It. I think it's prob. A lot of it's probably. A, there's a lot of practical stuff that's enhanced by CGI elements. I feel like is probably what yeah. it would be because that sort of is what a lot of people do with films now. They sort of keep everything. They do practical a lot of the time. Just add a bit of CGI to make things look better. Well, like is... I know, like it's a common thing to add like CGI blood instead of like. Like, they add, like, a little bit of real, like, fake blood, but they mostly use, like, CGI blood to make it, like, more, more, pretty much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, yeah, to sort of go to that, I think, like, yeah, the kill, because in, in the original film, the kills are pretty muted, they're just, like, stabbings, pretty much, yeah. like, it's, it's not that much, but in this film, like, there's the guy who he tries to kiss Laurie's granddaughter, which is very uncomfortable and very yeah weird and then you know he's trying to run away from michael but he gets like his cape cord and then he like is stabbed and he falls and he's like the spike on the top of the gate just goes through his oh mouth yeah like, that one yeah that was just messed up i'm just like oh that's just fucking gory but like for my one it was a whole gas station bathroom oh jesus thing. christ that is at a point uncomfortable to watch, like where he's just grabbing the guy's head and just fucking bashing it on the wall. Yeah, and the thing is that like it, it's something like we we've all we've all been to like a petrol like, petrol station bathroom, right? Yeah, they're awful places. Just public bathrooms. Awful in places. Yeah, and so it's like, well, no, the really dodgy ones are not like you know, but like the dodgy ones. You've had to go, you know, go to the dodgy ones occasionally, and it's like really, really like just like hits home, like because you don't know who's gonna come in. Yeah, uh, this sort of yeah, that that scene is really yeah uncomfortable to watch, and you know when he's like when Michael is like dropping the teeth down into the cubicle, and she's like, "What the?" F-? And she's like, and then she realizes his teeth, and she's like. Holy, holy shit, you know, yeah. like that, and then, like... And, like, he doesn't, he doesn't just, like, he, he absolutely, like, massacres the guy and then just goes straight after the, you know, the lady as well. Yeah, and just, yeah, beats it. And it's, it's so much more visceral and gruesome for him to just yeah. beat, to just bash the... Because, you know, a stab, like, that's not good, but it's, like, it's pretty quick. Like, it, it, it's, it's, you know, but just grabbing someone and just bashing their head against a brick wall or like a stone like a stone wall or whatever it's yeah. like oh god and like for a bit you think the lady like the woman's gonna survive like you think oh she might yeah and then get she away doesn't but no nah. i'm like no nah. i immediately as soon as he walked in i was like yeah no nah, she's not gonna survive 
at all. Yeah, but just that like... teeth scene was like, oh, yeah, nasty. And, it, and I kind of like the way Mark will set up, like, like if he's in a room with you, you're dead. Like, there's no, you cannot survive. You like except Unless for you're Laurie Strode. Except for Laurie Strode, yeah. And that kid, <laughs> the, the the little black kid, uh, towards the sort of yeah. latter half. But of the also, film. like, you can't really kill kids. And what? No. no, you. Can. I love. I love horror movies that do, like, aren't shy of killing kids. Okay, like, yeah. so it's, No, it's a very taboo thing, because a lot of people, like, don't want to see kids die, and it's, like, mm. a very, like, you know, like, it, it can really affect some of these psycholo- um, psychologically mm. seeing, um, especially if they've experienced something like that. Yeah. No. But I, it, it's such a taboo thing, like, it's... You know, but I really love horror movies that aren't afraid of doing that. Mm-hmm, yeah, because it's like, you know, it really cements like no one's safe. Really. Yeah, like, I, I mean, safe. I don't. Yeah, I don't really have a problem if a film kills a kid, because I, 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 I just have, I, I, I like. I don't as long need... as it's not like overly gruesome or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like... I don't. Yeah, don't make don't like make it exploitative or anything. I'm, I'm all f- like, if a kid dies in the film, I don't mind. But it, it is just sort of like, it doesn't bother me in a way that I know it bothers certain people. And and and, and I feel yeah, like Jaws Jaws killed kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's there's a pretty yeah there's a pretty f- not like there's like yeah. F- relatively well yeah relatively well known scene where yeah there's we just you just see a shark in the background spinning and there's just blood just go spurting out of the water it just it just just yanks a kid pretty much yeah and i think like i'm I'm not you know and and people you know people love jaws and i think jaws honestly is quite gruesome for the you know like a film that's like for the time period at a time like at the time i don't know if it's been changed since but jaws was originally rated a pg like Mm. when it came out like it it, it was really like just you know people with times were different yeah but um yeah i i I really i i just really think this movie was a good extension to the franchise you know mm-hmm. really yeah. expanded upon the story yeah uh yeah we sort of thought to, i really like the open because i feel like we're getting close to wrapping up our discussion in this film as well yeah. I, I really like the opening scene where it's the two reporters who we see get brutally killed later in the uh like asylum or wherever where michael's yeah, it's being like held. asylum for the like the criminal insane criminally insane yeah and i really like that bit where they walk out into this like giant yard and there's all these, you know, other sort of people who are and all different and they're all just sort of like the old yard there are yards like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just which is so they say. Yeah, they just get sun and they can walk within this square. And yeah. yeah, the bit where the guy he pulls out the mask and he shows it to Michael and then every and then all the other people just start going, freaking like, out freaking out and he just keeps like yelling at like Michael, you know, he's trying to communicate with Michael and he's just yelling at him. He's just silent, yeah. And just, like, sort of the build-up of the score and then, you know, just as it, like, sort of reaches its peak, it goes straight to the titles and then the iconic theme plays it. And I think that's, like, a brilliant way of opening the film. Like, a really effective scene. And there's no... There's, like, there's no people being killed. There's no, sort of, anything violent. It's just... 
just the yeah the build up and the tension and the score and performances as well like it all really just yeah works it kind of like i I kind of think like it kind of like contrasts the original movie because the original movie opened up with kill yeah from michael yeah michael yeah he's killing him and then like the first movie ends up uh, and then this movie ends up opening on michael again but it's yeah four years killed later anyone it's, but and he's in like he's captured yeah he's yeah. and he's like plus he's like in his 50s to 60s depending like yeah like he's like six years old when he kills his sister and that's night and then the film takes place 15 years later so he would be about 50 nearly 60 or so give or take yeah no it um uh, yeah, I think that's a really... And again, it's it's a good establishing scene because it's like, okay, you know, he's... You know, the mask still means something, you know. it's It still represents, yeah, something. Yeah. And, like, he, he, you got to think, like, how does he say that strong? <laughs> yeah, that's... Like, is, <laughs> is he, like, doing, like, push-ups and, like, bloody, like, one one arm like chin-ups or something like that in his like padded cell or something yeah. like that it, it's it's you this film you the this franchise you really have to suspend your disbelief a bit because michael just goes through a lot and still survives like there's really you well, know i think that's the whole like it's because he's like the well you know he, he's evil itself mm-hmm. and that's how he survives he's not actually yeah. like he's like he's human, human. but only like, yeah, he's sort of human. He looks human, but there's sort of more going on with him. Yeah. On the inside, that it sort of explains why he does He can't die, basically. Like, he, he just goes through so much in the film, and he's just like, yep. Like, he, he survives a burning building. Being yeah, trapped he, in a burning he, he, building. He's trapped in a burning building, and he just, yeah, he, he lives. Um... And multiple gunshots and stab wounds from Laurie and her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even even you know stuff like shotgun, blo- you know, sort of point blank, you know, like he loses <laughs> finger, he loses a couple fingers, and he just he just plays it off. He just he just he just goes back to trying yeah. to kill them again, you know. He's... Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's like also because he's like hyper focused on killing the person. Yeah, and he just ignores it's... it, you know. Did you have any sort of final things you wanted? To, any sort of final scenes or stuff moments you want to talk about in this film before we? Give us no, not really. I, I just think it's a good film, you know? Good sequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, so a rating for that one? I will give it a 7. Um, I'll put it just underneath the original. Okay, yeah. Because, like, for me, you, you know, I'm very much like, oh, sometimes you just can't beat the original. Yeah, yeah. Can, no, it's no, a no. very close 7. Yeah, very it's close like... 7 to tying. Yeah, but I think it's just just not there yet. Yeah, uh, for me again, it's an eight out of ten, like the original. I do. It it's much it's it's closer to us. It's on the precipice of becoming a seven. I feel like I I think like the original is better personally, but they they are kind of on the same level. I just think the original just has a bit more that I like. And I, yeah, I mean, I think I mean Donald Pleasance being in the original definitely helps. I think he really works. In the, like in the this, film. yeah. This is practically the first movie is Alien, and this movie is Aliens practically because it's got like 
No, it, it follows the whole like it's still the first it's movie horror bit, but it's also got a lot more action. more action. Yeah, when the first movie was more suspenseful horror, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Halloween twenty eighteen, and then yeah, Halloween Kills, which you haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, so I'm tried. gonna, I'm gonna yeah limit my talk. This I won't talk, I won't talk about it for too long. Then I'll just sort of give my general thoughts. It's uh. It's it's definitely weaker than the original and the 2018 film. It it I think it get it got a lot of undue hate. I I don't really know what people disliked about it personally, but yeah, I I thought it was a pretty solid follow up, and and I do like what it's sort of setting up for Halloween Ends, which is the next one that's coming out. And you know, I don't know if it will be the final one because I feel like there's too much money to make in this franchise. But yeah, but that's kind of happens with the last, like the last yeah. um, movies, like the original trilogy movies. Is that oh, not trilogy, like quid trilogy or something like that? Like yeah, oct- trilogy. I don't know, pentatrilogy. Pentilogy. Pentilogy. I don't know. There's um, too many films. Yeah, that they just keep on. They kept on making the movies to the point when it just got to like directed TV, pretty much movies. Mm-hmm. Because the more movies you make, the less. Especially, you start losing that like that feeling of the original, but also like yeah, you have like, to keep on coming with new things to use that, and it just yeah. it just goes. <clears throat> Just yeah, downhill. It, you need to keep. It needs to keep finding ways to stay uh, relevant. relevant. Yeah, and it's like it, it's a problem with a lot of you know again with other slasher uh, horror franchises. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street had sort of a similar <laughs> yeah. problem. They they made like yeah ten films. But I gotta or so, say, and I gotta say that the sequel to the like Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. Yeah, a lot of the like. The later ones, I find they're so bad, they're funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, some of them are so bad that it's funny. Yeah, and then, yeah, same with Friday the 13th, which went on for, you know, yeah. so many films. Jason like, X. Jason Goes to Space, <laughs> like... Yeah, that one, that one is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, Halloween Kills, I think... I, I do hope they end the franchise with Halloween Ends, I think, if they keep kept going it would just be like well, okay we're just with a title like that they can't not end it there because it's legitimately called halloween ends yeah but there's always the worry that like they could change that if you but i think you know if jimmy lee curtis doesn't want to do them anymore they'd probably have to finish them because she is the star of these films and you can't really do one without definitely her yeah, uh, I, I'd give Halloween Kills a seven out of ten. Uh, I, I do like it, and I and I do think Halloween Ends hopefully will have a, a nice, will be you know a conclusion to it all, and and hopefully uh, for my end of my final episode for the year is a review of the year episode, and and hopefully I can get uh, we can do a I could record a little thing with you if you are able to see Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends and I can put oh, that in the I'll, final. I'll probably go see it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's all. Is there any sort of final things you want to say before I wrap this? Um, thing I'm up? waiting for Jason vs. Freddy vs. Uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Um, yeah. But we got we got Jason vs. Freddy and I want a like free raid battle in between 
Mm. All of them? That would be yeah. sick. The question is, of course, who would win is the question. Freddy. He, he becomes a dream demon. I'm sorry, but he, that there's is no true. way yeah, you can. They can't, you can't really get to Freddy unless... No, but then again, Michael is apparently supposed to be supernatural himself. Again, he's supposed to be, like, evil yeah. incarnated. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, J- and... Jason's just, uh, just a zombie. Yeah. Which, you know, a very strong zombie, but a zombie... Yeah, you could eventually deal with... Yeah, Jason. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's got to be people who have been... I have to imagine people have been wanting them to do that kind of film for years at this point i would imagine yeah uh but yeah besides that i think that's pretty much it so yeah thank you Uh, i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode i didn't want to do all the halloween films because there's too many of them and also most of them are crap also i heard (laughs) so i will watch them in my own time possibly um maybe not (laughs) i don't know the the rob zombie one is really gory Mm-hmm. Story's crap, and it's a bit messed up too. Like, yeah, it gets really messed up in some spots. But like, mm-hmm. it's a very unique take. Let's just say. Yeah. And it goes. It, yeah. Let's just say I'm not going to spoil it though. Yeah. So yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, Aaron has been on yeah a few episodes at this point, and possibly one more before the end of the year. If, if possibly. You- Possibly, yes. maybe a little tie-in episode at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned you there was an episode you wanted. There was a film you wanted to talk about, and I said, "Oh, I'm gonna do an episode on it towards the end of the year." Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Listen to all the previous ones. I'm getting close to episode 100, which should be. Uh, crazy because this is episode i don't know what ep- when this is coming out this is episode 90 something or other it's um yeah 90 like 495 maybe i don't know <laughs> uh so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i'll see all of you in the next one goodbye